Hello, everybody. It's Melissa. Welcome back to another episode. Or welcome to your first episode, if this is the first one you're ever listening to. Um, If you are a person who is not a person who menstruates, you might not be interested in this episode uh, because this episode is going to be about PMS, premenstrual syndrome, for those of you who don't know what that means, although I don't know if there's anyone in the world who doesn't know what PMS means, but anyway, just in case anyone was confused, PMS, premenstrual syndrome, and uh, all the ins and outs of that, uh, and how I feel like maybe my neurodivergence plays a role in my premenstrual symptoms. So uh, if you're a uterus owner, if you're someone who menstruates or has menstruated in the past, you'll probably want to listen to this. If not, I'm sorry, this episode might not be for you, although you might be interested to hear what I have to say about this if you're a non-menstruating, non-uterus owning person. So anyway, let's dive in. Uh, This topic is relevant to me this week because I had quite a rocky premenstrual uh <laughs> week this month. Um I'm just wrapping up my menses right now. I'm like on the last day of my cycle and just you know, so <sighs> between like the week prior to my period and the like 5 or 6 days that I'm on my period I feel like there's two whole weeks out of the month that I just, I'm affected by this. It's like half of the month, right? It takes up a lot of your time and energy dealing with PMS and menstruating. Um, so here's the thing. I suspect, okay, so Of course, like when you find out that you're autistic, you automatically start like noticing things and being like, oh, this is why this thing was so difficult. This is why I feel this way in this situation. You know, like you start connecting all of these dots, right? Um, For me, this has sort of happened um, with this issue too, with dealing with my period. Um, In the past, I have looked into what may be going on with me during my cycle. Um, Because, so during the week before my period, um, stuff gets pretty wild for me. (laughs) I get extremely irritable, like so easily annoyed by everything. I also get very much more than usual because I already have a problem with emotional regulation, but I get very dysregulated emotionally, like extremely hypersensitive to everything. Um, I just, I'm, I'm grouchy. I hate everything. Everything bothers me my clothes don't feel right. My nothing, nothing is right (laughs) during that week before my period. Um, and I know when it's coming, like it, it's that drastic of a change. Okay. So, well, first of all, I'm on the pill. Um, 
so I always know when my period's coming anyway, because the pill pack, you know, tells you when you're going to start your period. But sometimes I'm not paying attention to where I'm at in my pill pack and I'll start feeling a little bit funky and I'll look at my pills and be like, oh, that's why I'm going to start my period next week. Um, so I've always just, you know, for a long time, I chalked it up to like, this is just a normal part of the experience of being a woman or someone who menstruates, right? Like this is just how it is. We all deal with it. Suck it up. Do your best to white knuckle through every month. Um, and then I sort of started researching, of course, because, you know, you just, you got to research everything, right? But every question you have needs a deep dive. So uh, I did that in the past and I came up with, um, there is a, a diagnosis, a specific diagnosis called PMDD and it's called, that stands for um, premenstrual dysphoric disorder. Um, here, wait, I looked it up on my Okay, wait, wait, wait. I looked it up. Let me scroll to where I was at. Um, okay, uh, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, also called PMDD. So I'm going to read this, um, this, the symptoms. So it says PMDD causes extreme mood shifts that can disrupt work and damage relationships. Symptoms include extreme sadness, hopelessness, irritability, or anger, plus common premenstrual syndrome symptoms such as breast tenderness and bloating. So that sounds very similar to what happens to me. So I always was like, okay, maybe I just have this PMDD thing. And I think I probably do. Like, it sounds very accurate. But also, um, I, I wonder if there is a correlation between people who have PMDD and people who are neurodivergent in some way, people who are, um, autistic or people who have ADHD, um, or people who are neurodivergent in other ways. Um, I wonder if they have ever tried to probably not because no one's looking at this kind of stuff I feel like um I wonder if anyone has ever tried to see if there's a correlation because I feel like already my baseline level when I'm not in my cycle um my baseline is already elevated for all of these things right I already have um, trouble regulating my emotions. I have already sensory issues. Um, I have, uh, you know, a, a tendency towards anxiety and depression, you know, like all the things that they listed. Um, I have that on my like off time, my not menstruating time. So that I feel like, uh, when my hormones just get a little shifty in there and it's getting ready to be period time, my body as a person who's extra super sensitive already, um, maybe cannot handle that shift as well as a person who is not neurodivergent, right? So I'm curious about that. I think I'm gonna have to do a little bit of digging and research. If anyone knows, 
if anyone listening knows if there has been a correlation between these two things, I'd be curious to know. But um, I just wanted to get on and kind of talk about my experience with with PMS and how I feel before and during my period. Um, but mostly before. Before is the worst time for me. Um, I am much more prone to meltdowns. I actually had a meltdown last week when I was, it was like two days before my period started. It wasn't over anything big. Uh, it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't anything big, but I ended up in my bed curled in a ball crying for hours and not able to pull myself out of that hole. Um, similarly this morning so now I'm at the end of my cycle right I think I feel like I'm on like the last day of my period this this time of my cycle at the end of my period also gets weird so I feel like the week before my period super wild well then I start my period and usually like the first few days of my period I feel fine I feel back to regular baseline Melissa but then when my period's wrapping up, I don't know, there's more hormonal shifts going on at that time. So it's like, that makes sense that like the last day or two of my period and like the la- the day after my period is over usually feels kind of funky too. Um, So today I'm on the last day. I'm feeling, I woke up feeling just hyper emotional, hyper, hyper, hyper emotional. And I was just outside and I was trying to get my pigs my if this is if you guys don't know I have goats and I have pigs and my two little pet piggies I was trying to get them out into out of their enclosure into like the bigger yard we have a big field and I like to let them out on nice days so they can go like root around and be pigs and run around in the big yard um but my goats one of my goats is very he has an attitude he likes to headbutt everyone and everything and he does it to the pigs and now the pigs are scared to go outside of their enclosure because once they get out there this goat sometimes terrorizes them and so I was trying to get the pigs out and the goats came over and I was trying to get the goats to go away and I was trying to get the pigs out and one of my pigs got really scared and ran away and then I felt really bad and then one of my other pigs got headbutted and then she squealed and then I felt bad again and then I just like burst into tears and started crying and had to come inside and I was like, okay, <laughs> like that situation was a lot. Apparently that was too much for me to handle. I couldn't do it. And so I just abandoned my plan. I left the pigs in their little enclosure and I just had to abort the mission because I'm like, I can't, I can't emotionally handle this right now. This is too, this is way too much. Um, (laughs) so it's just little things like that. Um, but also like sensory wise, you know, I don't have a ton of really bad sensory things. Um, I've talked about this before where I I don't believe I have sensory processing disorder. Like some people have really, really intense sensory issues. Um, but I feel like ADHD and autism automatically come with a sensory profile of some sort, even if you, um, are just on the more mild end of that, which I believe I am, um, of the sensory side of things. Uh, I still have, uh, a lot of struggle with certain noises, certain types of noise, um, touch, uh, noise and touch are my biggest 
ones. Um, and I notice that my in my premenstrual and my PMS week, I get much more sensitive to that kind of stuff. Like a noise that is usually terrible to me becomes like into- intolerable. Um, my ears just get so, my eardrums are like, nope, I can't handle things. Um, my clothes to me, I don't know if this is just because I get bloated or what, but like the week before and the week during my period, my clothes feel like intolerable. My, my body feels intolerable. It's weird. I don't know if anyone's ever had this, (laughs) um, experience of your own body being intolerable, like where you're not sure if it's the clothes. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I feel like if I took off of, off these clothes, I still would be annoyed by just like my body existing. Does this make sense? (laughs) Um, I felt like that yesterday. I was at work. My bra was being, I just, I couldn't, I could not wait to get home and take my bra off. It's all I could focus on all day. I was like this bra. Oh my God. I kept adjusting it and pulling up these certain straps and pulling down the strap that goes around your, or the band that goes around your chest, which is like the worst. I'm just like, ah, this bra, it's a bra that, you know, usually sometimes isn't too bad. It's not an uncomfortable. It's like a, it was like a, uh, like a, what are those things called? It's like a stretchy, like cami bra. It's not like, it wasn't like a regular bra bra, um, which is usually what I wear. I wear something like stretchy and not underwire or anything like that. Um, so just my clothes on my body don't feel right. And I feel like that really contributes to my, the irritability factor before my period begins, because when everything is so intense, and your clothes are squeezing you the wrong way and all of the noises are louder and you can't like tolerate people being near you as much as usual. Like even someone in my bubble is like, Ugh, like I can't, you're in, you're moving the air around me in a weird way. Like get, <laughs> it's, you know, it's awful. It just feels everything is a lot. So, um, I don't know this is a struggle. I don't know what to do about it. I tried researching, um, PMDD, like I said, and seeing what the treatments are for that. And it's like meditation therapy, um, uh, diet and nutrition and medication, which the medications that they recommend are antidepressant medications. And I'm like, uh, I don't really want to go on antidepressants to treat something that only really affects me for half of the time. I mean, I don't really want to go on antidepressants anyway. Um, Not that I have an issue with antidepressants for other people taking them, or even if I really, really like felt I was in a spot where I needed them, um, I would try that. But I had a bad experience with antidepressants in the past where just all I felt was side effects. I didn't feel any relief from any of the symptoms I was trying to get relief from at the time. So, uh, yeah, I felt like antidepressants might not be for me. Um, 
but that's it. I'm like, okay, nutritionally, I looked that up and I'm like, that's pretty much how I already eat. It's like giving you nutrition tips and just saying to like be healthy and eat nutritious foods and da 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 da. And I'm like, okay, I'm in therapy. Uh, I, I get a lot of activity. That was another thing. They're like, get exercise. I'm like, I do. I do exercise. I exercise a lot. Uh, so I'm like, now what? Uh, I don't know, but it is, it's really, it's, it's a struggle. I I start to dread every month. I'm like, okay, here it comes. Uh, This is going to be a hell week for me. Uh, and then again, like today, and I know tomorrow I, I start my new pack of pills tonight. And so usually the next day after that, I have a weird day. I think while my body just like readjusts to the new cycle, um, so it's hard. It's, it's hard. I, I'm 42. And so I'm like, when is menopause coming? I have a, um, not that menopause sounds fun at all. I mean, there, I, I, I'm not looking forward to menopause for many, many reasons, but like, it will be nice to not have my period anymore. Um, I do have an appointment with my doctor this week, later this week for my I'm due for like a pap smear and all of that, all of the lady checkups that happen. And I think I'm probably going to have to get a mammogram because I'm 42. And I think they're recommending now that once you turn 40, you start getting mammograms. I've never had a mammogram, but I heard that they hurt. Um, I don't have a ton of breast tissue. I'm like pretty, I mean, I'm like a B cup, I guess, but I'm like not really big big breasted. So I don't know if that makes it better or worse. I've heard from some people, um, if you have really small boobs or really big boobs, it's worse. And if you have like medium boobs, it's not as bad. I don't know. I'm scared. I heard that it hurts your boobs. They squish them really hard. Um, not looking forward to that. Uh, I don't even like thinking about it. Um, pap smears to me are whatever, like, no one likes getting that done, but it's just, it's a thing that I know needs to get done with, when it comes to medical stuff like that, I, I really don't like going to the doctor. I don't like having procedures done. I don't like having examinations, checkups, any of that jazz, but like in my mind, I really, I'm, I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac in a way. And so I know if something, if I need something done to like, make sure I'm healthy, then I just bite the bullet and do it. Um, but anyway, I, so I'm going to do that on Thursday and I am going to ask my doctor if we can like check my hormone levels. Um, I am getting a little older. I'm curious where I'm at and I'm going to talk to her about getting off of the pill. Um, I've been on the birth control pill since I was a teenager. So I've, I think I started taking the pill when I was 16 and I'm 42. So I've been on the pill for more years of my life than I've been off the pill, which is very weird to think. Uh, cause I only went off of it twice when I had kids. Um, and aside from that, over the past five years, I've tried to stop it a few times because I'm like, I need to go off the pill for one, my partner, um, has a vagina. So we're a dual vagina couple. We don't have to worry about pregnancy. Um, and so that's that, but like also, so I don't need to worry about pregnancy and I, I just, I don't know, like I don't really need it, but also one of the treatments for PMDD they said was birth control. And so I'm like, 
okay, that makes sense because when I have gone off my birth control pills, um, the few times that I have in the past five years or so, um, my emotions, I feel worse. Like, I feel like the pill really like helps regulate things in a way, which I've heard the opposite from other women who have taken the pill or people who have taken the pill. Um, I'm trying not to gender this too much because I know that there are people who have uteruses that don't identify as women. So sorry. Um, but so I know that there are people who have taken the pill who have told me the opposite. Like my best friend was like, oh, I tried the pill and it made me crazy. Like I could not, I was, my emotions were all over the place. It was wild and it gave her all sorts of like side effects and weird stuff. And I'm like, okay, so when I go off the pill, that's how I feel. I feel wild. I feel out of control. My periods are way heavier, which they're already super heavy. And I'm like, I just didn't think that they could get heavier, but then they do. And, um, I also get really, really bad breakouts. Like my skin is just horrible when I'm off the pill. So I don't know what to do about that either because I don't like having pimples on my face. So I'm going to talk to her about all of this stuff and just see what she has to say. She's not an OBGYN. She's a, like a, just a family practitioner. So I don't know if she'll refer me to OB to be like, Hey, talk to like somebody who specializes in this, or I don't know. I'll, I'll update you guys if you want. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my story. That's my long drawn out talk about PMS, possible PMDD is PMDD linked to neurodivergence. My experience with having my period, I'm not going to go too in depth into how my period is or all of the sensory nightmares that go along with being on your period because I don't know I just I don't know if people want to hear about periods do you guys want to hear about periods periods are kind of a sensory nightmare just all of the things that go on down there for me I I don't like any of it I if I could just have my uterus removed that would be great um I do have a friend that had what they call a uterine ablation done. And this is where they go in. Uh, it's, oh God, it makes me cringe thinking about having it done just because, uh, you'll see if you don't know what this is, I'll explain it. Um, but she got it done because she had super, super heavy periods. And I relate to this, like my periods are an impediment to my life when I have them because they're so heavy. Like I, I literally have one or two days during my period where I have to change my tampon every one to two hours. And so on those days, it's like, I really have to ensure that I'm, I'm in a place where I can get, have access to a restroom that often, you know, I can't go like for a long hike. I can't be in a place where, you know, even work for me yesterday was hard because I spend my day driving around and I have to, when I have to use the bathroom, which usually on a usual work day isn't that often, but like yesterday, I was driving out to like random rural places and, uh, it was, I was like, oh my gosh, I need a bathroom. Like, where do I even stop? There's nowhere out here. I was in the middle of nowhere. Um, so anyway, my friend got it done because she has heavy, heavy periods and 
what they do is they go up and they, I don't know if you guys know what cauterization is, but it's like when you're getting a surgery or something and the, the surgeon has a little cautery, uh, instrument where it, um, it like burns your flesh, like it'll singe the end of the blood vessel. So it'll control bleeding. So they take basically a a cauterization machine and they cauterize the whole inside of your uterus so that the blood vessels basically don't work anymore. They don't produce blood. Um, so you either come out the other side with super light periods or no period at all. My friend said that she was still getting her period, but it was super light and that that was fine with her. And so they go up there and they, they do that. She said it wasn't bad. I mean, they put you under and everything. And I'm like, that sounds like the after effect of that sounds great, but I don't know about going in to do that. And I guess sir, or, um, insurance doesn't cover it. She had to pay out of pocket. She has a lot of money, so she didn't have a problem doing that, but it was like several thousand dollars. And I'm like, uh, also that I don't, I don't know why insurance wouldn't cover something like that for someone who is having problematic periods, but like, of course they don't. Right. Um, so, so yeah, anyway, periods, it's, they're a nightmare, right? Gosh, help us. Uh, so, I am just counting down the days, day after tomorrow, by then I'll be fine, and uh, I'll be able to move on with my life for the next two weeks until it starts all over again. So that's my story. Uh, Anyway, uh, I hope all of you uterus owners enjoyed this episode, and if you are a non-uterus owner owner that stuck through it and listened, I maybe you learned something, and maybe you can, um, you know have a little peek into the world that we're living in over here with our, with our PMS and our menstruation and our cycles and all of that jazz. It's, yeah, it's quite a thing. So, uh, anyway, I think that's all I need to say about that. Uh, if you want to reach out, you can do that. Email is in the show notes and you can also follow on Instagram at uh, what else? Oh yeah. Reviews, ratings and reviews. They help the show, uh, you know, they help people, other people find the show. They help it get out there. So, uh, yeah. Okay. I think that's it. I always feel at the end, like, did I, did I say everything I wanted to say? I did. I said everything I needed to say. It's fine. I'm going to let you go. Awkward endings are my specialty, so here you go. All right, I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye!